Welcome back to Late to the Party, folks. I'm Jordan Balky. I am your Dungeon Master. And here today, we are not doing a Late to the Party main campaign. Instead, it is a side quest, The Wild Wolves. Hello, everybody. I'm Camille Leonard. I'm playing Molly Darton, the lovely, the fabulous, modeled after Dolly Parton, half-elf cleric. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Scott Nicewander. I'm playing the character of Dr. Archibald Reptilius. He is a custom lineage druid. I've never played with a custom lineage character. I think it's relatively new, so that, that'll be fun. Uh, just imagine anything and uh, anything that I could possibly be. Uh, that's what I look like. And I've never played a druid before, so this will also be fun. With the last name Reptilius, it certainly calls, a, calls to mind a certain visual. Could be anything. Who knows? Hi, I'm Tyler Doobie. I'm playing Skybright Dark Shadow, a halfling rogue who is obsessed with all things shiny, including armor. And I'm Ethan Edgehill, and I'm playing Kevin, a warforged barbarian. And today, in this one shot, we actually have a very special guest that we are very excited to have here on Late to the Party. Uh, why don't you go and introduce yourself to the folks? Hello, my name is Brendan Lee Mulligan. I'm so excited to be here playing with you all today. Uh, my character is Balthazar DeLuca Van Vorstings, a Leonin College of Swords bard. He's a lion man wearing a very fancy silk shirt and a basket hilt rapier who has come to adventure. Can you give me that name one more time? Because it did not go in the ears all the way the first time. Ah, very few of the common folk of the land can understand my name at first blush. Uh, my good yeoman, Balthazar DeLuca Van Vorstings. Perfect. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet you both, Brennan and Balthazar. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining our merry band of miscreants. I don't know if there's like a nickname in there or... No, the whole name must be pronounced each time. <laughs> you! I'm, I'm like one of those kids at camp where you get the first and last name every time and you're not sure why. It's just like, nope. <laughs> it, yeah, it's got to be first and last. We don't know why, but it just has to be. And before we launch into gameplay, Brennan, would you like to share with everyone where you're from and what we might know you from and where we can see more and hear more of you? Heck yeah. Uh, I am the dungeon master of a show called Dimension 20 on dropout.tv, which is a, a college humors a subscription premium content platform. Uh, we have, we're an actual play show. We're an anthology actual play show uh, uh, with comedians. And we do a bunch of shorter campaigns, some medium length campaigns. And uh, you can find some free ones on youtube.com slash Dimension 20 show. We have the first season we ever did, Fantasy High up there, which is a great starting place for most folks. Uh, or you can just sign up for a free trial at dropout.tv. Uh, other than that, you can find me on Twitter at BrennanLM and uh, on Instagram at BrennanLeeMulligan if you want to see, uh, you know, what I've been up to in this past year where we're all inside all the time. Been pretty, <laughs> been pretty tumbleweedy over on social media, if we're being honest. Not a lot, <laughs> not a lot going on. <laughs> been trapped. Been trapped in my apartment. <laughs> all these things to announce that I've been doing in front of my computer. <laughs> Look at all these fun places I've been going to. The living room, the kitchen, the bathroom. Uh, well, Brennan, thank you so much for joining us. And we're so thrilled to have you. And listeners, if you haven't seen or heard Brennan before, I cannot recommend strongly enough Fantasy High, the first season of Dimension 20. And it was really what 
caused me and I think many of us to really dive into D&D. So if you haven't already given it a listen, please do go check it out. You are also not correctly prepared to listen to or to watch Dimension 20 at all. It will shock you from the jump. <laughs> Shucks, gang. Thank you so that, that That is always like the, the coolest thing to hear that you have been able to uh, share this game that uh, if it's not clear... Oh damn! I'm so excited to play this game with you all today, and it's very, uh, it's very lovely to be able to share it. So thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. All right, I think it is time to play some game. So, listeners, this is now airing between or, or after season one of Late to the Party has ended, and this one shot takes place in the same world that season two will be taking place, but with completely different characters. And just, we really wanted to help establish this world a little bit for all of you. So, players, you are in the capital city of Agarora, and a call has been put out for adventurers to help a nearby village, Pineview, deal with some wolves that are running off with all their livestock. The Royal Guard has been running on a near skeleton crew lately because the majority of the guard is dealing with violent threats in the south. And the remaining guard simply cannot keep the city in order to deal with nearby concerns. We will first start just outside the barracks for the new recruits to the Royal Guard with one mix Skybright Dark Shadow. So, Skybright. Hello! You are in your usual corner of Agorora, skulking around and looking to get into just barely legal mischief. This morning, you dug out the tiniest little bit of road before a big rain to cause a giant puddle of water right outside the Royal Guard's quarters. And it's not, like, technically illegal. Watching the trainees tiptoe around it, worrying that they'll get their boots wet and not pass inspection is just a marvelous way to spend the afternoon. You realize that Dill, the head of the Royal Guard, is arguing with a young boy, and the boy sounds near tears. Would you like to eavesdrop? I would. Look, kid, for the last time, I told you, we cannot have any Royal Guard to spare to fight your wolves. They're too busy dealing with real threats of danger like frost giants and horned devils to deal with your feral dogs. Go try the fighting gyms. Maybe they'll have some folks looking to beat up animals. But sir, no more butts. Look, kid, <sighs> times are tough with all the monsters of the realm passing through here. We just don't have any guys to spare. We're spread too thin. We can't even get new recruits. Maybe you could find some folks to help you out. It would be doing us a real solid if you go elsewhere though. Or maybe you can learn to fight them yourself a little. You could stand to put some strength in your bones anyway. I can lend you one of the practice swords from the stocks, and if you bring it back and you don't die, we might have a spot for you on the Royal Guard. We could always use a few more good stout folks. Now be on your way. Cool, 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 cool. Just gonna process that information. You're not, you're not gonna talk to anybody? You're not gonna do anything? Um, can, I, can I follow this little kid? Yeah. Uh, so you are following this very dejected looking young man who's carrying a much nicer sword than he showed up to town with. And he is basically looking around, very lost and confused, doesn't know where he's going. When I say kid, I mean like 16-ish teenager. You gonna just follow him or are you going to approach him? I think I'd like to approach. Okay. Hello there. He is easily double your size. Um, uh... Hi, do you need any help? Uh, well, I, I'm here in town because cause my pa, we've got a trouble with some wolves. Are you? I, I don't, don't kill a wolf. Are, I've killed lots of wolves. 
But you're so little. You want me to you're- show you how I kill wolves? Um, roll to intimidate. <laughs> Just like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> 13. Um, no, you don't. You you ain't gotta show me nothing. I'm I, I, I'm not feeling I'm not feeling so great about this. Do you, can, can you help me out? Or we've got a we've got a a reward for of fifty gold pieces for anybody who can help I us out. I don't want a reward. I want to be on the royal guard. He looks down at the sword that he has. I, I can't do that, but I I can give you the sword. When we're done, maybe you could take it back for me. I don't. I don't reckon I come into the city too often. Okay. Uh, and he's gonna give you some information. He's planning on leaving that evening from the uh, western gate. At which point, Kevin, you are at your fighting gym, and you have just absolutely walloped the tiefling fighter in front of you. Uh, the gym owner looks up sees a scrawny looking lad with a stack of flyers walk in the door. Uh, they have a small conversation and he nods brightly before pinning a flyer to the message board. Uh, before you have a chance to read it though, the gym owner Marista hollers out, hey, if any of you punks can get this kid to stop asking me for help with his little wolfy problem, I'll make your next month of membership here free. I will take this opportunity. She looks up at you. Look, I don't care how you do it. Just make him be not my problem anymore, please. This is the third time he's been here today. He says he's leaving tonight from outside by the West Wall and is offering a, she looks at the flyer, fitty gold to anybody who can help him out. Excuse me, human sapling. (laughs) You have a wolf problem? That needs tending to? Yes, sir. So my my dad, he he doesn't know that I'm here, but he's been looking for people because they can't find find anybody to fight him off in our hometown. We're we're all just farmers and folk. Can can you help me out? All wolves are liars. I will help you, child. It would be the deepest honor. Thank you kindly, mister. Um, I'm, I'm going to see if I can gather up some more supplies. My, my pa gave me a little bit of money to, to try to snag some supplies, but I can meet you. I can meet you tonight. Round about eight, right at the, right at the border. Thanks again, sir. Do not give any money to the wolves. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. No, sir. What? What, sir? <laughs> Okay. And I'm going to turn around and walk away. <laughs> and go back to fighting this this tiefling <laughs> who has now I presume dusted himself off and is ready for another beating. Dr. Archibald. Yes. You are laying out all of your ingredients for your newest potion. Okay. A potion right. to make your two halves operate maybe a little more smoothly as one. Perhaps. Just as you're finishing up grabbing everything, you realize you don't have a wolf fang. So you've been renting a spare office in the market house space, and you know that someone is likely to have that oddity somewhere, but it's probably going to cost you handsomely, and people aren't too keen to sell to you right now since 
You might have caused a fire a couple of experiments ago. Well, someone came in complaining of a, a, a hurt arm, so I set their other arm on fire, and they forgot about the other arm pain, so I'd say that's a success. Uh, as you go to seek seek your treasure, the first place you stop is, of course, uh, your buddy Pontos. He's a little halfling who works next door and is usually the most willing to help you out and always seems to have some weird things in his shop. Excellent. Uh, so I would just, I walk on in. I'm incredibly disheveled, obviously. Uh, I'm just like in a, a kind of lab coat. I've got like ingredients and components for spell stuff just kind of hanging all about all in my pockets. And uh, I walk into Ponto's place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Ponto, hello. Um, well, yes. hi there, Archie. Yes, hello. Um, listen, I'm looking for one very specific component to finish this potion of mine. I've got, uh, I've got everything I need elsewise. I've got shavings of, like, licorice. I've got, uh, like, an eye of newt. You know, that's the classic one. I need to finish this off a little, maybe a big wolf fang. Do you know where I might find one? A wolf fang? Fang, now what do you think you're getting yourself into, Archie? Well, you see, I'm working on my greatest potion yet. It will finally merge my my entities, my separate minds into one being. You know how I have trouble with that other guy who comes out eventually. Mm-hmm. Yes, occasionally now, he... Now, Archie, I don't, I don't know how any good my herbs and oddities would even be at, at doing that. Um, well, that's but, fine. I just need the one thing. That's all I'm asking for. But but strangely, there was a young man who was here earlier looking for, for protection from wolves. I didn't I didn't have anything for him. You you might be able to to catch Ooh. him. I, I sent him yes. I sent him to the healers because I said that, that we couldn't really do protections here, but but maybe maybe he know he's got a wolf problem. Yes. Well, uh, he, you, you know the saying, where there's wolves, there are also wolf teeth. So I will go there. That sounds an excellent idea. Thank you. And Dr. Archibald, you uh, wander a couple more stalls down to the uh, healers where uh, actually both Molly Darton and Balthazar DeLuca Van Voorstrings are. And you see uh, Molly Darton, who is someone who is definitely a regular in this in this set of stalls here. Now, Miss Molly, you have a young man approach you, and he asks for both a blessing and a protection. And Balthazar is seated in the the bed next to him and being treated by a young a young orc woman named Braca. Um, but Molly, this young man, he approaches you and he says, ma'am, I, I sent here from, from a couple, a couple of folks. They said that you offered blessings and protections and I'm kind of in need of, of both a blessing and a protection. Can I, can I request two? Oh my, well, honey, you sound like you're really in a bad way. Um, well, I I can do what I can, but you got to tell me what your problem is. Well, well, so first I'd like to ask for protection because I was supposed to find a group of adventurers to 
take on the wolf problem my town's been having. Oh, and wow, wolf. I was, I was hoping to get more people to help out, but I, I leave in about an hour and I only found two folks willing to help out. And one of them kind of scares me, honestly. I don't, I don't really know. They both kind of scare me a little, but anyway, I ain't, I ain't never been in a real fight before, except with my brother, but he's at university now and with Rary, my best friend when, when we was littler, but, but yeah, so, so a protection for a, for a fight would be a real nice thing right about now. Well, my sweet dear, you first need to have faith. Faith is what will bring you blessings and protection. And also me, and I'm going to stand up, um, uh, faith and me as well. Um, See, uh, you ask uh, and you shall receive, dear. The establishment that we're in right now, I'm in a bed being tended to. What what sort of uh, what sort of establishment are we in? So so you are in a healer's tent. Balthazar, having just come back from your latest daring adventure, um, what was that again? Rescuing the town from the. I yes, I was rescuing a town from what were communicated to me as being ogres and ended up being some local youths. Um, it was a bit of a ruse, less glorious than I at first thought maybe it was going to be. But you know what? The next adventure is always going to be the one that's more glorious. Um, I'm going to, uh, as I'm standing up, I'm going to take the cucumbers off my eyes. Thank Braca <laughs> very much. Um, and again, I'm like, a very like beautiful regal lion flowing mane, silk swashbuckler shirt, red pants with gold brocade, no shoes because they don't make them for paws. And um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, Braca. Thank you so much. I feel a hundred percent better. Um, uh, and I'm going to sling my loot over my shoulder and say, uh, "Young one and Miss Darton, I couldn't help but over here, and I'm sorry for eavesdropping. Normally, I would not." debase myself so much to listen to another's conversation. But you mentioned a wolf problem. Yes, yes, sir. So so we've been having some trouble with our wolves. Around about the time my brother left for university, the the wolves started started really killing all of the the sheep even more and and just leaving a few for us and we're we're, we're worried about the winter coming up that we won't have enough food for everyone in the town. My god. A town beset by hundreds of feral wolves. Wargs, maybe? Winter wolves? Well, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if it's it's hundreds of them really, but but it's it's definitely a lot and anyway, I can't really fight them. We don't have we don't have the strength there, but if if you sir would would be kind enough to help us out on the adventure of 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 saving our town? What is your name, young squire? I'm I'm Franklin, sir. Franklin McKinnon. Franklin McKinnon. Well, Mr. McKinnon, you have made the acquaintance of one Balthazar de Luca van Vorstings, adventurer extraordinaire. And if I hear that your town has been beset by a thousand feral wolves, then let me tell you this. I am a traveling bard of the College of Swords, and I need m- right my great opus, a legend of adventure. But all the adventures that there have already been, they already have great, you know, opuses about them. So it's sort of like, where do you get the grist for the mill? And then I, you go do it and then write about it. So, you know, you have 10,000 wolves. I need to write about a story. And I think this could be a great, a great endeavor, Mr. McKinnon. So uh, avanti, onward to adventure. Absolutely, sir. Thank you so very much. And and Miss, what 
what was your name again, Miss Darton? Thank you so much for the the protection. Can I ask can I ask for one more small blessing? Well, of course. So the other thing is well, I was hoping when when we got the wolves taken care of that that Grok, he's the the dad of the girl that I like. Her her name's Rary. She's she's great. Um but but Grok's all upset about the wolves and so I I want the blessing that if I can help fix it that maybe he'll let me he'll let me and Rary be be together. So um I don't know. I'm not I'm not very good with the romance things and 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 you're you're a pretty lady and and so maybe you could teach me how to talk to p- pretty ladies. Oh well, I'm going to tell you it's going to take more than just a minute here. So um, I might need to come with you all to you know help make sure that you don't die fighting these wolves, and then maybe we can win over your lady and her poppy. I I'd be much obliged, ma'am. We're we're heading out soon. Um, there's there's supposed to be a town council meeting tonight, and I'd I'd really like to get going before the sun starts going down, so we can maybe make it back by nightfall. Oh well, I I better get my travel dress on then. And Doctor Archibald, you have been loitering, I suppose, by the door, hearing this conversation. Yes, uh, as they're as they're headed out, I, I approach, um, like kind of frantically approach the the young lad Franklin, and I'm like. Dear boy, did you say that there were wolves where you are? Yes, you're the wolf kid? Uh, yes, sir, that's, say that is no right. Say no more. I will do whatever it is that you ask of me, as long as I get to uh, perform a little dentistry on these wolves after we're done, yes? A little what? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a new science that I'm working on. Dentistry? You know you have teeth? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so just take care of those. Occasionally. Are, are you like an orthodontist? So you know that word, but you don't know <laughs> dentist. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, I'm in. Amazing. Well, when I came in here, I I only had two folks who were helping out, and now I've got, well, now I've got just a whole p- party. See, dear, you just needed to have faith. And wolf teeth. What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right. So the whole group, I believe, is just going to convene. And uh, Franklin, seeing all of you, you know, th- thank you again all so much for helping out. I, it's a really big deal. My, my pa couldn't even make the trip out here to, to come find people to maybe help us out. We were hoping that the Royal Guard would do it, but uh, he looks at you, Skybright, but... I mean, you saw how how busy they were and stuff, but I do have this nice sword now. So um, anyway, I, I borrowed my friend's wagon, and so we can all just trek over together. Sound great? Of course. Your father couldn't make it here. He is bedridden after being savaged by some of these wolves. This is personal for you, is what I'm getting at. Uh, oh, I mean... Pa's fine. He just, he needs to run the town. He's kind of in charge. He's the town wizard, although he doesn't really do much magic. So, uh, but, uh, but I'm sure he'll be super glad to. to Balthazar just, it looks so crestfallen. I'm like, I'm just like, he's just, he's just like in his head. He was already writing where like the kid's dad dies when we get there. And Balthazar becomes a surrogate father figure for the kid. And then. It was like, I was like, oh, he's just fine. Well, 
okay, I'll rewrite that chapter, I guess. And she's... <laughs> so Molly has tra- changed in her into her traveling attire. And so Molly is a petite blonde woman with just the most flowing hair. Like the hair is just everywhere. There's so much. And she's dressed for traveling in the most gorgeous white gown. Like who has more hair, she's just the Molly pinnacle. or Balthasar? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. We'll have to compare. Yeah, I'm, I think Balthazar's into it. He's just okay, what what uh, species is Molly? Uh, she's a half elf. Half elf. I think he's just like love what you've done with the hair. It looks great. How do you get that volume? I don't see a lot of half elves with that kind of volume. Oh, but you know it's my little secret. Ooh, <laughs> protecting a little worried that because uh, this is just natural for me. It just does this. I roll out of bed like this. Ah, well, you know, a southern gal's got to keep it a little mysterious. Oh, 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 Miss Darton. (laughs) I'm going to find out. I actually am very interested. I'm actually very interested. So we are in a wagon headed not too far outside of town. It's going to take probably a couple of hours to get there, but uh, I would love to hear any other uh, little interactions or conversations Um. I mean, I'm sure that Skybright's trying to pick a fight because that's what they do. But, um, you know. Yeah, I'm like lo- slowly unscrewing bolts on Kevin. Uh, so, yeah, let me. I don't feel like I did a good job of introducing the, uh, the world to Kevin. Please tell me more about so Kevin. So Kevin is a Warforged, uh, which is a race of like humanoid folks that are made of, of living wood and metal. Basically like a fantasy android, but not clockwork, like magic wood and stuff so he's about six foot six just hulking metal tree beast like like a wood ultron basically uh is what i'm imagining and yeah just an absolute unit of a of a wood boy and so he's just kind of chilling in the back of this wagon like the intro to skyrim just looking around like i don't fit here what does he sound like when he walks it's like it's it's like it's a, a thud clonking. and also a clang somehow. There is always Does a clang. Does he have disadvantage on stealth? No, he doesn't have disadvantage on anything. He's magic. He, he yeah. So somebody is going. So so Skybright is going to be unscrewing bolts on me, and Kevin's just going to look at them and say, "I would appreciate if you didn't do that, but I understand if you must." How many more screws are in your arm? I want it. I don't think you'd be able to rend it from me, but I welcome the challenge. And I'm going to look at the lion guy and say, Hello, furry gentleman. (laughs) I am Kevin. And well met, Kevin, uh, my mechanical uh, companion. Um... I think I'm, by the way, leaning up against whatever kind of like cargo is uh, uh, whatever else is in the wagon, like a barrel or, or a crate or anything like that with um, my little sort of like bed roll as a, as a pr- impromptu chair, really lounging and just picking on my lute to provide some some travel music for us. Um, uh, but I'll l- stop strumming for a second and look over and be like, you seem a rather stalwart and resolute sort, my good friend. Uh, you are, uh, to my understanding, a mechanical man. This is correct? I was grown, and then I was made. Okay, that 
escapes my understanding at the moment, but that's all right. Uh, we need not begin our heroic friendship on the basis of you sharing every detail of your biography, although you are welcome to if you wish. I am named for one of the mightiest warriors from a far-off land named Erd. I am named for Lord Kevin of House Durant, protector of the land of Brooklyn Nets. So, Kevin, do you have any hobbies? I kill. I do, too! Oh, you know, we all kill, but I don't know we have to say it like that. Um... (laughs) Uh, Kevin, well, you have a heroic namesake, and now here you are on your own, venturing forward to enact your own heroic deeds. And I imagine, being mechanical, that you have no heart. Is that something that's sort of going on with you? That you you have no heart, and yet you learn you you yearn to love or to discover what it would mean to love? The trees know more of love than we ever could hope to know of love. Sorry, run that by me one more time. <laughs> the trees know more of... Are you saying the tree? The trees know more about love than we do? The trees know more about everything than we could ever hope to know. Yes, that's actually true. I am a druid, so I kind of speak with trees occasionally. They have a, a good amount of wisdom to uh, to impart. Although that being said, Kevin, if you are looking for a heart, I am a doctor. I could try and give. You, I could just put a heart inside of you. Is that something that you would potentially enjoy? I am looking for wolves. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to nod and on my own little sheaf of parchment have a whole thing where I've already written like mechanical guy looking f- to learn how to fall in love question mark and just kind of subtly cross that off <laughs> and be like back to the drawing board and roll that up. Uh, I'm gonna look over it at Doctor Archibald and be like, "You say, uh, my good friend, Doctor Archibald, you say that you are a, a man of letters. Is that correct?" Yes. Yes. Uh, well, you know, I'm. I'm as a I'm a man of medicine. I'm a doctor. I uh, I get all of my uh, medicine from the the earth around us. And as we're as we're traveling, I'm just like picking like leaves and branches off of the trees that we're passing, and like getting like bits of bark and some like grubs and stuff. Like yes, and all of this can be used to heal and also uh, modify. Uh, if you are not happy with the way that uh, that you did, maybe you want three arms, I can give you that. That's an experiment that I'm wanting to try. That could be fun. Who doesn't want, you know, like multiple, you know, uh, maybe you just want a whole hand of thumbs. We could do that. Wow, a whole hand of thumbs. Absolutely nauseating, my good man. I... Yes, I agree. How adventurous, how exciting. Yeah, yeah, you kind of got me there. That is adventurous. Um... Well, I'm going to pass on the hand of thumbs just for sure. the time being until Offer's I Offer's kinda... always on the table. Oh, that's alarming. Well, Doctor, uh, that's quite remarkable. Um, but g- glad that we have a, uh, a healer and a man of medical knowledge here on the journey with us. Uh, you know, fearsome things going on. Town beset by wolves and, and what? Fell beast or malevolent force could be manipulating or controlling them. Perhaps 
a secret villain ensconced within the leadership of the town? Or some sort of feral wolf mind, an ancient spirit? You know, we gotta sort of gas up the, you know, maybe there's something, you know, I'm kind of, I'm worried that this kid has like five wolves in his town. And, <laughs> and this is gonna be kind of open and shut. I kind of am hoping that we're gonna put feet on the ground and this is gonna sprawl. You know, that's sort of the, the ideal. Five wolves, that's one for each of us. Hello, what's your name? <laughs> My oh, name's Skybright. Skybright, yes, oh, you were the one trying to maim our mechanical friend, hello. Oh yeah, and I hand Kevin his nuts and bolts. Um, Please do you don't have ever hand shiny? me my own nuts, ever again. <laughs> Heard, um, yeah, chef. <laughs> uh, do I have anything shiny? Well, yeah. uh, only this glittering orb, and I'm going to minor illusion, like a rolling shiny ball of like sequins to like roll around. Oh. <laughs> How quickly can I grab it? Uh, I have assumed that would be opposed dexterity. <laughs> uh, it's all. I'm not going to attempt to resist because it is an illusory ball. <laughs> so, so Skybright's hands can are going to go right. Try to grab it. It's going to go right through it like like a hologram. This this isn't fun. This isn't funny. It's not real. Well. In a certain way, aren't those things which aren't real more real than those things which are? That's a logical fallacy. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> hey, everybody. Ethan here from Late to the Party. Just wanted to hop in real quick and say thank you so much. So, so, so much for you listening to this new one-shot campaign we've got called Wild Wolves. Uh, it has been an absolute blast recording this, an absolute blast making it, making the music, making the the whole thing happen. If this is your first episode of Late to the Party, again, I just want to say thank you for joining us on this crazy adventure. We just wrapped up our season one campaign. You come back to listen to that. It's the first episode titled Into the Magic City or something like that. I, I don't honestly remember what it's called. But we worked really hard on that, and it's been a, a super, 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 super fun time, and it was big, and it's heavy, and it's loud, and this is a little bit different, a little bit more fun. Anyway, I just wanted to say... Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Uh, please check out the rest of the episodes if you're here from, you know, somebody telling you to be here, somebody sharing the show. Please check out the rest of the episodes. We've got a couple other one-shot campaigns like our Christmas Peril campaign or our Halloween campaign where we did Scooby-Doo thing. Um, I don't know. It's just been a blast. Thank you so much to Brendan for joining us in this episode. And this will be the next six weeks, so three episodes uh, this week, uh, two weeks from now, and two weeks following that, will be episodes of The Wild Wolves on Late to the Party. Uh, share the show with all your friends. Give us a rating on iTunes. Um, we're just trying to be the best Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world, uh, aside from Dimension 20, which isn't really a podcast. It's more of a web show. So we do want to uh, just be really good and and uh, do that. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll get you back to the episode. You all have been on the road for the last several hours and night is just starting to fall. It's a little bit more challenging to see. And so if you do not have dark vision, it'll be a little bit more limited on what you can see. Uh, you're probably no more than 15 minutes outside of town and you go around a bend in the road and it... Uh, the road passes between an outcrop of rocks and a border of mossy woodland. 
as you approach, you see a couple of men driving a small flock of sheep uh, just across the road, sort of through that gap. And they have the help of four sheepdogs. So for Molly and Balthazar, uh, you'll probably be able to see this first uh, because you do have dark vision. Uh, you notice that the dog's ears perk up and they immediately start growling and and there's there's suddenly they start barking. The men that they're with, the shepherds, immediately pull long wooden clubs from their belts and start looking around, clearly distressed. Oh my, there seems to be some trouble. Is it the wolves? In the blink of an eye, lean gray shapes burst out from both sides of the road, all launching themselves at the sheep with incredible speed. Eight wolves are taking part in an attack. Party, what would you like to do? Oh, I'm I'm running for these. I want one of these wolves' teeth. I'm going for this one. The closest wolf to me. I'm going for it. Similarly, I think if Archibald breaks out, I'm going to try to keep the. Now, are there two different like clumps of wolves, or is it like one pack of them? Uh, there are two different clumps of wolves. Actually, I'm realizing I can't play this character with the with uh, Brennan's tactical, like wanting to keep the party together. I'm going to go in the opposite direction of wherever Archibald is headed to have the most <laughs> wolves to myself. Like, I'll handle this half. You guys get the, I got it. I'll do this one. Uh, first, I'm going to just have everyone go ahead and roll initiative so that that is out of the way. And then if we need to, I need everyone to roll initiative. Yeah, let's do it. 14. 11. Yep, I have a negative one to initiative, so I got a 10. I have a plus four to initiative coming in with a hot seven. (laughs) (laughs) I have a plus three to initiative, so I got a one. Oh, Oh, no. no. It's fine. Kevin talks slow. He can initiate slow. It's it's all good. Doesn't matter. (laughs) As you round this corner and you knew something was about to go down because the dog started howling very upset, you see... A couple of things. The first thing you all see is a giant sheep, like like the biggest sheep you have ever seen in the middle of the road, and several smaller sheep, and wolves that are definitely appearing to be attacking these sheep. So the road extends, each of these blocks is a five foot square. I don't know if I said that out loud. Uh, so we've got 10. Um, you're about 30 feet away from the sheep at this point and a decent amount further away from the wolves, unfortunately. But Skybright, being quick and little, you actually get first movement, first attack. Cool. I think I'm just going to load up my short bow and uh, pick off from the back. Okay. Like I'm trying, whichever one is 80 feet away. <laughs> uh, would you like to aim for the cluster of wolves that are closer to the sheep or, f- or closer to the shepherds? Uh, closer to the shepherds. All right. All right. So Skybright, tell me what you're doing. You're going to take out your short bow? Yes. Um, I'm not funny. I'm just going <laughs> to roll this attack. <laughs> yes. Oh. Finally, um, 
It's a 24. <laughs> I don't roll good. This is so nice. The wolf um, Believe it or not. It is. 24. Okay, yeah. It's crazy. Um, Who knew? Uh, before we happen to get a vicious crit or um, a critical, are we doing vicious or are we doing doubled? Uh, yeah, let's do vicious crit. Okay. Um, 1d6 plus four. And I'm like, I'm going to turn you into a hat. And the seven damage. The wolf you shot absolutely looks in rough shape and and he howls out and and you swear it almost sounds like he's saying, ow, 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 ow. And with that, I would like to, I'd like to cunning action hide too, actually. You'd like to cunning action hide? Excellent, yeah, please thank you. do. You are in this wagon that should not be challenging. And right, the wolves are gonna go. So the wolves, including the one that you hit, are going to start running towards you. Um, and these three, uh, so the five wolves that were clustered over by the sheep, two of them start to run at you, three of them continue to stay with the sheep, sort of herding them away from the shepherds to make it easier to attack them. The three wolves that were by the shepherds run to go pounce on one of the shepherds and knock one of the shepherds prone. Uh, so knock him down such that he cannot easily get back up. And then these other two are running towards the wagon and take an action or ready an action that I'm not going to tell you about because I don't have to. What is Miss Molly going to do? Miss Molly is going to cast first level Bless, uh, which I get to pick three creatures of my choice within range, and whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw, they can add a D4 to their attack roll or saving throw. Excellent. And who are we giving this to? Um, I guess Bless I... Bless the wolves. Bless the wolves. <laughs> right? I should. I really should. I guess I'll bless the doctor since he's being silly and chasing after wolves. Cool. Let's bless Lion Man and Kevin. Whoa! Thank you. Give everybody a little buff here. I don't think uh, Sky Bright needs any. <laughs> I'm good. And to confirm, that is a D4 that everyone can add to their... Attack and skill checks? Uh, yeah, attack roll or saving throw. And it's a concentration up to a minute. Dr. Archibald, yes. it is your turn. Excellent. And, uh, Miss Molly has bestowed a blessing upon you. Fantastic. Oh, I feel marvelous. Uh, so I am already, I've like hopped out of the wagon. And I see these wolves headed towards pretty much making a beeline straight for me now that I'm like one of the only people out. Am I the only person outside of the wagon now? Uh, at this moment, yes, cool. other than the shepherds. So now I just see these two wolves running towards me. Um, this was a bad idea. And I, I would love <laughs> to cast... Um, uh, I would love to cast animal friendship on one of these wolves <laughs> if you'd let me. I would let you. Uh, cool. That is a saving throw, correct? Wisdom? Yes. You have to get a, a 14 or higher. I got a nat 20. 
Okay, great. I'd like for the wolf to say something mouthy. So I'm like, I'm like, these wolves are running towards me, and I like reach out my hand, and I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah. to what are you saying I'm to like, convince this wolf? I'm like, it's all right, little wolfie. I'm not here to harm you. I just want the teeth that you have in your mouth for me, and not you. And somehow that doesn't work. Somehow the wolves are not giving that to me. Somehow they don't love that, and and in fact, the wolf that you were saying that to. <sighs> In your general direction. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's not good. Can it be argued that the doctor is here for a canine removal? <laughs> I quit the podcast. There it is. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm here for a canine Gosh, removal. Gosh, dang it. Um, okay, so knowing that that didn't work, uh, I would love to use the, uh, the rest of my movement, if I could, to just kind of get behind the wagon, <laughs> ter- <laughs> terrified of these wolves running towards yeah. me. Like, whoops. Bad idea. Wrong. I'll just be there, and I hope that someone else jumps in, like a Balthazar, perhaps, or a Kevin, someone to to save me. Both of those things would be excellent. Uh, Archibald has decided to run and hide behind the wagon, but it is uh, Mr. Balthazar's turn. Incredible. Uh, unbelieving of my extraordinary luck that none of my companions have rushed towards the prone shepherd. Uh, uh, I'm like chanting and like, oh my God, this is it. This is it. A villager is prone, being attacked by wolves. This is your chance. Do it right. And I'm going to spring from the wagon and say, unmouth that villager, feral curs. And I'm going to uh, sprint over the prone body of the shepherd being savaged by all those wolves together. And I have a speed of 35, so I'm pretty sure I can cl- I can make it to uh, either over that prone body or at least right next to that, that first wolf. Um, yes, right about there. Great. That you absolutely can make it. Um, and I'm going to bonus action daunting roar uh, uh, and then attack with my, I'm, I'm whipping the rapier out of its sheath and getting into my fencing stance. Uh, so daunting roar is a feature from being a Leonin. All creatures of my choice within 10 feet that can hear me must succeed on a DC 11 wisdom saving throw or become frightened of me until the end of my next turn. Um, so they all have to make a wisdom saving throw versus a DC 11. Wonderful. So you were successful in scaring one of them. Good. I only need one. Um, uh, <laughs> um, so and I'll, I'll go, go for I, it. I had planned that it would be the, or the way that I rolled. It's actually the one who does have the shepherd prone at the moment who is afraid of you now. I am then going to make an attack. Um, and I think I'm, I'm at full health. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and make an attack. First, I'm going to see if I hit. Um, this is against wolf number one. Ooh, that's going to be with the bless. That's a 27 to hit. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a slashing flourish. Um, uh, and that's going to be, so that's going to be, uh, um, uh, 12. Oh, that's quite good. That's quite good. Um, 
That's going to be to the so the first wolf is going to take twelve. It's going to take seventeen points of damage. Jesus. Uh, and then the wolf right next to him is going to take six. Um, as I do a slashing flourish, which means I can damage. So I'm just so this enormous roar as I'm like unmouth that that villager, you curse. And then you know a bunch of fancy sword work as I uh, and I'm actually going to not damage the. Um, the wolf that's got him prone because that one is actually a little bit weaker because it's frightened. I'm going to go for the fully healthy wolves. Excellent. Well, uh, one of those wolves had been hit by the uh, crossbow bolt or not crossbow short, short bowl. I can speak today. Uh, the short bow arrow from uh, Skybright. But dealing, you said 17 damage to the first and how much to the second? Six. Uh, so if you dealt 17 damage to this first wolf, uh, you have fully gutted this wolf. And it it goes down with a howl. And then this other wolf who is not afraid of you and not keeping the shepherd prone also takes quite a little bit of damage with that six that you hit him with. Then uh, just for me to clarify when it is this wolf's turn again, that is afraid of you, his modus operandi will be to run away from you. Correct? Uh, actually. So it's not that good. It just means that uh, uh, so a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. So it's just going to have disadvantage on everything. Um, uh, and the creature can't willingly move closer to me. But it's already right next to me. So basically, basically it just has this disadvantage on everything. Incredible. So just absolutely flourishing your sword, charging over to save this, this poor man, gutting a, a wolf, uh, beating up another one pretty badly. And it is now Franklin's turn. <laughs> Come on, boy um, guy. You got it. <laughs> So he's got a sword that he doesn't really know how to use, but he's going to try because he's dumb. Oh boy. Oh no. And he's going to charge over to try to attack this wolf. The wolf that I uh, failed to befriend. And, and he whoosh, just absolutely whiffs. Oh no. Tumbles, tumbles forward past, past the wolf. Just, just completely whoosh, Right through the air. Oh no, Franklin. I, I, I can get better with practice. <laughs> and now it is Kevin's turn. Okay, so Kevin is going to still be in the cart, right? And he's going to look around real quick and say, where did the fuzzy mat? Oh, the wolves are here. And uh, leap out of the cart toward Franklin and run. I can get 30 feet. So can I get to to one of the wolves that is next to Franklin? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I And then he's going to rip his big giant great mace off the back of his back and uh, and try to smoosh one of these wolves with it. Smoosh a wolf. Okay, I'm going to roll... Bless is a plus four or a D4? It's a D4. Right? Yes. It's plus four? D4. 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 Okay. That is a 
15 plus 6 plus 4. So 15 plus 10, 25 to hit. Believe it or not, 25 does in fact hit. 25 does hit the wolf. Okay, perfect. So, uh, and that is going to be, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Before Franklin gets out of the cart, I'm a barbarian. I have to do this thing. Before Franklin gets out of the cart, he's going to take a bonus action and go into a rage. That is what I meant to say. You before. mean Kevin? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm not Franklin. Kevin is going to go into a rage before he does this. Uh, and when he goes into a rage, the metal parts of him start to glow like hot, like red hot. So that's Ooh. how you know that uh, that Kevin is raging. So, um, yeah, so that's going to be eight plus four. Do people um, take extra damage if they touch you while you're raging? No, that's not an actual mechanic. It's just a thing I thought looked cool. Well, it should be God. <laughs> uh, so he's um, going to take four. That wolf is going to take 14 uh, bludgeoning damage. You shocked by how quickly the lion man moves and and seeing the wolves arrive mm -hmm. burst into this fiery hot rage as you leap out of the cart, stomp over to this wolf in front of Franklin pull out your great mace and just crush, crush down completely through the skull of this wolf. Um, would you say it renders all the teeth useless for me? Yes, I would. Dang. I specifically was going to say that. Uh, Balthazar has also killed a wolf. And Turns out all the wolves the have had terrible dental hygiene as of late and none of them have any teeth. None of them have any teeth. Yeah. Um, no, they they have they have their teeth in place. They're they're sharp and scary looking teeth. Uh, speaking of sharp and scary, we are uh, actually top of the order with the shepherds. This one is going to try to stand up uh, and and not be able to get up from out out from underneath of the wolf, and this shepherd is going to take his club and try to hit the wolf that's on his buddy, and he drops his club. Oh, <laughs> no. Your shepherds are crushing it, Jordan. They're crushing it real hard, real, real good. As as it is in the Late to the Party main campaign, I only roll well for my bad guys and poorly for my good guys. And with that, we are then at... Sky bright, sharp and pointy. Yes, uh, sharp and pointy. Gonna abandon the crossbow, just take my daggers with me. And uh, yeah, so I jump out of the cart um, and I get behind Kevin and Franklin. I see a wolf is about 20 feet from me, yes. 15 to 20 feet from me. You could throw one of your daggers if you wanted. Yeah, I'll throw a dagger. Um, what is my What is my thing? I presume you're just throwing between Kevin's legs, unless told uh, otherwise. Yeah, I mean, Kevin can't even get really that hurt by me, um, if we're being honest. Uh, do I? Am I still hidden at all? Um, so I'll throw a dagger at the other one. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen hits. Hiya! Fabulous, and please roll me that damage. Right, right. Damage. Damage is a thing. Damage is a thing that I do. I did a damage. Seven, again. This wolf that you threw your dagger at about 20 feet away takes that dagger right, right into the shoulder. Ow! Clearly, 
clearly hurting, clearly upset. And after he, owls, you hear from the woods uh, of response, oh, And that is the wolves' turn. So the three wolves who really haven't attacked yet and are by the sheep trying to sort of herd them away from the shepherds are going to continue with that behavior. And they uh, seem to have maybe three or four of the sheep that were originally with the shepherds here. Um, They did not take the big one. They They took some of the smaller ones. So that... Big boy is still in the middle of the road looking very confused. Hey, that worked. Then the one wolf that is near Kevin and Franklin and Skybright is going to come and try to bite Kevin. And Eleven's not... It ain't going to do it, actually. It's not going to do it. It's not going to hit. That makes sense. Uh, And then Balthazar, the two wolves that are over by you and the shepherds. The one who is afraid of you, can he attack you at all or is just with disadvantage? He can attack me with disadvantage. Okay. Um, And then because he's attacking with a friend nearby, he gets pack tactic advantage. So those just cancel out. Does a 16 hit? Yes, it does. All right. Then you are going to take from this wolf uh, seven damage. Ouch. And then also I need you to roll a, a strength saving throw. Cool. And I still have bless active. Oh my God. <laughs> That's because I'm rolling two dice. That's a natural one on the D4 and the D20. <laughs> oh God. Oh goodness. So you're going to be, you're going to be knocked down. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, uh, citizens. My pride. Shit. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other wolf is also going to lunge at you and try to bite you. If, is this is this the uh, the wolf that was not frightened? The wolf that was not this frightened, wolf now correct. has advantage on this attack roll. Sorry to sorry to give myself homework before the weekend, but this wolf does. He already had an uh, advantage because of pack there you go. Great. So Good. Um, anyway, a non natural twenty. No, dirty twenty. Jordan, stop it. Great, great, great. Cool. (laughs) And he's going to deal you nine damage. Ooh, Doctor Uh, Balthazar, I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. I could take. I could take another one of those bites, but I could not take two more of those bites. Um, (laughs) uh, Balthazar is looking messed up. Balthazar might be looking messed up. Uh, It is. Miss Molly's turn, and Molly, what you saw happen was Balthazar get absolutely wrecked by a couple of wolves and Kevin be largely unaffected by a wolf. Dang, I had a plan for what I was going to do, and now I'm like, dang, do I need to heal the lion man? Hmm. We'll we'll let him take another bite. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to worry about me. Instead, I am going, now I have to figure out, yes, I'm going to cast... Uh, blindness, and I'm going to blind Wolf Eight. <laughs> so the 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 wolf that just attacked Mr. Lion Man, Mr. Balthazar, uh, is there a saving throw, or is that simply it is a, a sa- Constitution condition. save thirteen? And since it's not a concentration spell, my other spell should still be active. He gets a three, so he does not succeed on that th- throw, and is is now blinded. It gets to make a 
constitution saving throw at the end of its turns. Okay. It's a duration for one minute. Uh, I definitely think that that will help. We next up in the order have the good doctor, Dr. Archibald. Hi. So there's this, there's the wolf that's by Kevin and Shine Bright and Franklin. How's that wolf looking? Um, that wolf looks, mm, give me, give me an insight or maybe even a nature check because you're, you're naturey and they're wolves. Sure. That's going to be a dirty 20. If bloodied were to mean a status condition in which a wolf had only half of its hit points, uh-huh, uh-huh. you might be able to determine with a dirty 20 that this wolf is uh, possibly kind of bloody. Okay. So it looks like they can handle it. It it looks like they will probably be able to handle okay, it. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. I don't think that the wolf that Kevin is in battle with is going to survive another uh, like smashing. So I, I'm going to give up on those teeth. I you can yell at me and, and I'll try to do non dental damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I will do that. I'll be like, could you stop hitting them in the mouth in the head, please? Would appreciate there is it. A a dead wolf over by Balthazar. There is a dead wolf over the Perfect. That's what I'm going to head towards. Uh, I would love to do that. Um, I will, against better judgment, take a dash to get there and then basically just stand there <laughs> and just kind of be like, um, I'm here to help, but uh, next time, next turn. You get there and you're out of breath. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, give me a moment. Like- <sighs> I've got two wolves with their fangs in my body dragging me across the ground. I'm like, yeah. help, do something. Yeah, I will. Just give me a second. Oh. Hi. <gasps> Why do I feel like you came over here more for the teeth than to help out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, do you have any bonus actions that you would like to do? Uh, I could technically bonus bonus action wild shape, but I do know that that's not gonna help me <laughs> like yeah that's... it's not gonna help my it's not gonna help our doc the doctor it's not gonna help the doctor so i'm not gonna do it's it it's not gonna help a whole lot um i do have two weapon fighting and i do have a dagger and a quarter staff so theoretically i could make an attack you dash no, no dash action. Oh, I dash i can't do that yeah you're right all right never mind then um hey but you decided to go run into the thick of things so i think that will help the team, uh, especially because it is Balthazar's turn and he is uh, prone, or I guess technically supine, uh, underneath a wolf. No, it's, yeah, it's underneath, underneath, underneath two, yeah, yeah, lupine, exactly. Underneath Lup- two oh. wolves. Uh, I'm, but here's the thing, Jordan, if I may ask, not to be, not to be a sneaky PC, but I noticed that both wolves are currently eating me. Does that mean that wolf number six is not currently eating shepherd? Wolf number six is not currently eating shepherd. So I'm going to look right at that shepherd and say, everything's gone according to plan. The wolf is focused its attacks on me and not you, humble friend. Get get back. Move away. Um, and I'm going to stand up from prone because I believe these wolves, the condition they put me under is prone, but they're not currently grappling me. Correct? Correct. So I'm going to use half my movement to stand up. Um, I'm going to make an attack against the blinded wolf. And I'm going to wink, covered in blood, my shirt's ripped, but I'm going to do a debonair wink over at Molly and say, ha handy spellcraft. Uh, and let's roll 
this attack now. Uh, and this is actually done with advantage, I believe, um, because the wolf is blinded. Yes. Woohoo! Okay, here we go. Okay, that's going to be a 15 to hit. A 15 will hit. Hell yes, great. Um, and this is the same wolf that you had previously uh, gotten extra slashing damage That on. is correct. We're going to do another slashing flourish here. So I'm going to damage the wolf uh, that is five feet away. Um, and that's going to be boom, boom. Uh, so first wolf is going to take... Ooh, that's two ones. That's going to be... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be seven. It's going to be seven damage to the first wolf. And then it's going to be uh, just one damage to the other wolf. And then I think I am going to healing word myself as a bonus action. All right. Sounds like you might need it. For seven, I heal myself for seven points. All right. Um, so you, when you slash and flourish with your sword, you slash at this blinded wolf who's already taken some damage and it looks like he is just on the precipice of death. And uh, the other one that was already frightened of you, whoosh, you also slash into, deal a little bit of damage and, and they both let out, ah! Howls, and again from the woods you hear, oh, 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 and it is again Franklin's turn, who's going to try to stab this this wolf with this sword that he again still doesn't really super know how. To... Stop it! Stop it! He goes to stab and fully tumbles forward. He, he crit fail. Last time he rolled a three, at least this was a literal crit Aww, fail. Oh, buddy. So dice jail for you. No, just use that for the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's going to drop the sword. It's going to get wedged in the dirt right off the road. And and he, he yeah, wasn't wasn't a particularly big strong. Um, but it is time for big strong. So Kevin. So. Kevin, would you like to attack a wolf? Kevin is a currently a raging barbarian, correct? Yes, white hot, red hot with rage. Kevin, if possible, and you could tell me if this doesn't work or not, but Kevin, if possible, would like to use the, uh, the corpse of the dead wolf to hit the extant wolf. Yeah, okay. I basically I want to I want to hit I want to hit the wolf with the wolf. You know we love improvised weapons. Is it an weapons. improvised weapon? <laughs> yeah, let's let's call that an improvised bludgeoning weapon. Perfect. Um, where are you grabbing? Oh god. Oh, by the hind legs uh, for sure. No. Just like batter up. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's let's call that an improvised weapon. I'll I'll give you uh, one d four plus strength bludgeoning if you hit. Uh, that is a 17 plus four to hit That'll with do the it. wolf carcass. With a, to hit a wolf with a yes. wolf. Okay, and uh, you said... Gross. That makes a squishing noise. Not a crunchy noise? Not a crunchy D4 noise. D4 plus strength is going to be seven. No, sorry, eight. Eight. You hit the wolf with a wolf, and and the 
Living Wolf uh, is living no more. Absolute carnage in front of you. And and the force of that hit, I mean, the, the wolf that had been dead was already in, in pretty rough shape. And uh, it, Archibald, you will not be able to get okay. any teeth All right. Of well, great. Thank you for listening to me and my needs. Appreciate it. Skybright, it is your turn. You just saw this gory scene. Can I can I climb Kevin? <laughs> Kevin, would you be a willing participant in this? I, I am mostly tree. I am made to be climbed. <laughs> yeah. uh, fabulous. Give me like a, a dexterity check that you just don't crit fail. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't crit fail. Great. You climb up Kevin's shoulders and use up... Uh, let's say at least half of your movement. Cool. I'm going to so. spin his head towards the other two wolves and be like, onward. <laughs> or excuse me, onward. I don't know if this is how this is supposed to work, but Kevin, since you didn't take a movement, if you want to move as a reaction, I will <laughs> I allow it. I was going to have to wait. Uh, yeah, I, sure. I will do that. I will, I will consider myself a willing participant. I think we're going to, uh, are we running toward the, 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 the other pack of wolves? The, the wolves that are attacking Balthazar <laughs> or the wolves that are attacking or that, that ran off with the sheep? Ooh. Um, let's go for the wolves going for the sheep. <laughs> Why not? I will bear you <laughs> to the fight. Sapling. <laughs> I don't think I can hit them still, but you know, they're there. We're moving. <laughs> That's definitely not how that's supposed to work. But you know what? I really like teamwork, and so I'm going to rule of cool it. Um, Makes the dream work. <laughs> yes, that is. I have dropped the wolf half, by the way. Like, I am no longer holding <laughs> a wolf haunch. Great. It is the wolf's turn then, and these three wolves, again, herding their sheep, are going to continue running off into the distance, basically taking a full dash to run away. Um, these two wolves that are here on Balthazar over by the shepherds and Dr. Archibald, they're also going to try to run away. Um, Balthazar, you are on your feet again. That is correct? That's correct, yes. Uh, they are uh, leaving your threatened area more slowly because the non-blinded, non-blinded wolf is sort of yipping in the direction of the blinded wolf to almost act as like a, a seeing eye dog, basically. Um, but you would have the opportunity to to take an attack of opportunity on either of them as they get up as well. I think Dr. Archibald, you might be able to as well. Yes, Dr. Dr. Archibald, do you want to, do you want to go first or do you want to, because uh, they're, they're both triggering attacks of opportunity, right? Yes. Uh, Dr. Archibald, I don't know how versed you are in melee. So there's a super injured one that you might be able to dr drop is sort of what I'm thinking, right? Like, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can do that. I'm not the most uh, best at combat, but I will absolutely do it. I will. Uh, I've got. Uh, this kind of like staff or cane or something that I used to help me uh, kind of hobble around. And I would like to attack with that if that is cool. And I'll attack whatever one looks the weakest. And you have this. advantage on this as well. Oh, excellent. It's a blind. Because it's blinded. Yep. 
Uh, well done, Molly Dart. Yeah, that's going to be a 19 to hit. That will hit, and Excellent. it genuinely does not matter how much damage you deal because it only has one hit point. Well, let's roll anyway. Uh, <laughs> that'll be nine damage. You really smack this hard with this wolf in front of you, very hard with your quarter staff. Excellent. I'm and, I'm and taking careful. Let out a howl I'm of, taking careful oh! pre- precaution not to hit it in the face, please. Okay, it, I will. I will grant that. Uh, and then Balthazar, this last remaining wolf in front of you. Okay, let's go. We're going to roll an attack. God, that's bad. Um, that's only a 10. <laughs> that is not going to do it. Um, and now I suppose no longer encumbered by the blinded wolf, this uh, wolf is mm, probably not going to run right towards where Kevin and <laughs> where a nine foot... <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I mean, I assumed you were sitting on his shoulders, not yeah, so, standing so, on his head. <laughs> we are one nine foot tree and a half elf chimera or halfling chimera. <laughs> so it is in fact going to run away the other direction uh, as quickly as it can using its whole movement plus a dash to get away. At this point, the closest wolves to anyone, there are three with the sheep that are within about 80 feet of Kevin, um, Kevin and Skybright, but they are all very clearly retreating. Would we like to continue to attack or? Um, Oh, shucks, they got away. how far the, the 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 wolves there? They are not separate from the sheep. They're all like intermingled with them, right? They are all intermingled with the sheep. Yes, there are sheep all all around. I them. have a plan oh, them. to save these sheep because the sheep are being like run off. They're being chased, right? By the wolves. The sheep are being run off and chased. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm gonna stop the sheep from complying with these wolves' plan if I can't, unless anyone. I don't know if it's my turn in the initiative order or not. But it it is not. But also, it it could be. Um. Copy that. Um, just to see if we can do this. Uh, hold on one second. Um, I think I can do this. Balthazar knows that wolves are tougher than sheep, and he knows the secrets of how this certain one of his bardic spells work. So it's time for him to, uh, he's going to whip out his loot and sheathe his rapier. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm going to cast sleep at second level. My range is 90 feet on that. So I think I should be able to hit um, the pack of wolves and sheep over there. And I just counted out and I, I could be incorrect. I I said that they had moved an additional 40 feet past where they were previously, which was 40 feet past Kevin. So they're 80 feet from Kevin and... Uh, Skybright, so you would need to move at minimum. You would have to move toward cool. them. I'll move a fu- you might be able to. Yeah, do I'll it. move yeah. a full thirty-five feet towards Kevin and Skybright, um, and then the the range is ninety feet, but I believe it's a twenty f- uh, creatures within twenty feet. So that adds another. So in other words. 
I move 35 feet, put the center of the spell 90 feet towards them, and it extends another 20 feet. So basically, I move 35 feet, and then the edge of the sleep spell's range is 110 feet past me. I don't think it quite reaches, but I, I don't mind this narratively. So while, is it an attack or it's, it's, uh, it's there, there is no saving. So like if I'm moving, are are each of these, are each of these little squares five feet on the grid? So I'm starting, there's a five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Um, and then, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, if it doesn't reach, that's totally, that's, that's totally fine. It's, it's, um, uh, I'm wondering if there's like a bonus action thing I can do, taking up a lot of time with this nonsense. Well, whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do uh, uh, sleep, and it either affects them or doesn't. But the the way the sleep spell works uh, is I just roll a hit point amount, mm-hmm. and then it it starts from the least number of hit points left, and and so you are very much correct. In and with that, uh, I just need to look up what a sheep's hit, hit points are. Yes. Three. Great. And I affect uh, eight, 16, 19, 26, uh, uh, 32, 34 hit points of sheep are affected by the sleep spell if they are within range. Um. So I'm just going to roll a 1d4 because there were four sheep that were off and that's going to be the number of sheep that are in range uh, since I didn't specifically determine where they were. You are able to put two of them to sleep um, and the wolves are mostly outside of that range because they've been giving the sheep a wider berth than that. You have you have saved two sheep. Um, Molly, Archibald, Kevin, uh, you would all come soon in the order afterwards, but the... Wolves and two of the sheep have mostly um, anyone left alive has has hecked off. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna be able to catch those those wolves. So then I'm going to say that we are out of combat, having rescued two of the four sheep who had been stolen. Great job, team. So the the shepherds are gonna get up and and you know start talking with with you, Doctor Archibald. Oh, thank thank you so much. I we've been having such a such a time with Could, these I did, these darn wolves. I don't mean to interrupt. Could you keep it down? I'm trying to take a take a a, a tooth out of this boy here. One second. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like grabbing some like tools out of my pocket. I'm just trying to yank a a big old tooth out of uh, this this wolf that I had killed. Uh, Disgusting. Uh, would that be a sleight of hand? You think? <laughs> Whatever you want it to be. Some some sort of dexterity check. Sure. Why not? Okay, so I'm really bad at dexterity. Um, so I got I have like a negative one to sleight of hand. So I got a four. You're you're pretty much butchering it. Um, just just stabbing wildly. Um, Franklin's gonna go over to you, Balthazar, and and say, "Oh, sir, that was that was amazing. What what you did there." Um. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's nothing. I'm going to disguise myself casting uh, more healing words on myself and be like, did you believe that (laughs) illusion where I got injured? It was to lull the wolves into a (coughs) false sense of security. I'm an incredibly competent hero, and it's uh, a pleasure to save your village and you. Unfortunately, those wolves absconded. 
With two of the sheep, I was only able to save two. Sorry, that's not true. I put a tracking beacon on the two sheep. That's part of the plan. The two sheep that they got will help us locate the wolves' base of operations. So... Oh, wow. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, I I know that my, my pa would be real proud to, to know that I... I helped out in the fight a lot, uh, you know, very strong. Oh, um, yeah, well... Ha- why don't we put the, the wolves into the cart and then we might still be able to make it yeah, to... Yeah, I think I understand what you're saying, the- Franklin. You know, if, if there was a story about all the heroic sword fighting and spell casting I did here, then I would be more than happy to, to remind people that you also definitely hit some wolves in there. So that's sort of something that we can both agree happened you know yeah that that'd be right 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 nice thank you you. thank you so much i see you i see where you're coming from yeah absolutely all right and uh franklin is going to request that you do load up the the wolves into the cart before heading into town for chatting with people at the town meeting 